Do you even know how paper is made? You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 279, for the week of Wednesday, the 28th of June, 2017. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben and Eddie. This episode is brought to you by Davy Boy's Toys and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Boss Fight Studios Kokomo Toys exclusive Atelis Warrior, and we break down the Hasbro Marvel Legends X-Men Warlock Wave. Welcome. How are we all? Spiffing. I'm exhausted. Oh, bless Eddie. Why are yeah. you exhausted? I to steal a phrase from the little Britain people. I have had a week from hell. Um, <laughs> so we had people made up a week I, from hell. Yeah. Uh, now, once again, in my normal preferencing. Um, you know, everyone is healthy and alive, and the grand scheme of things, uh, it's it's not too horrendous. But I think you uh, mean I've prefacing. Pre- yes, yes, prefacing. <laughs> yes, uh, I think you, I think you brought in, the wrong phrase. Yeah, yes. I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired. Okay. Um, yeah, I've mentioned on the show I've been directing uh, a bit this year, Romeo and Juliet, as a play, and uh, I built a wonderful two-story set for my actors to move around and I had a tower for Juliet and painted it up and set and uh, we're about a month out from showtime and the local council here had uh, changed some things around and it basically meant we got kicked out of our theatre right uh, in the crunch time which uh show people will understand in the tech week uh period oh, so no, I, I have been i knew there was a drama but i didn't realize that you actually had to leave yeah so i've been oh, no. uh spending the week when i'm not working trying to get a new venue uh which we have uh managed to do dealing with uh local politicians right up to state level politicians to try and get uh, quick minute funding for things just like stage hire and lighting rigs and set up and a whole bunch of things. And it means that all the work uh, I've put into the stage is gone. And uh, we do have a venue, but it's much smaller and it's only going to be one level. So I've had to re-block the entire show and uh, run through with actors. So it's been a very exhausting uh a week or two, but it looks like we're starting to get a little bit back on track uh, at the moment, but I've got a bit of a hill still ahead of me, so if you notice I'm not on for the next couple of weeks, or I'm (laughs) very tired when I am on, uh, that is the reason why. I think it's great that you're using toys and podcasting as uh, as a way to chill instead of, you know, turning to the bottle or gambling or... True. Well, I 
I may have used action figures to block uh, sections of the show. <laughs> <laughs> trying to work it out. Oh, my. Uh, of Good course. Work. That's perfect. When, when, when dealing with about 20 people on stage at any one time and the movements, it's, it's, it's actually really handy to have a wide action figure collection. <laughs> wow. What about you, Mr. Ben? What have you been up to? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, I've... Just been selling a few things recently to repurpose the funds. No, no. Just toys. uh... (laughs) Oh, that would run at a tax loss. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. There's an idea. Why why you laugh? Why you laugh? (laughs) I I resemble that remark. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I've actually worked out that uh, if, if I had a mutant power, it it wouldn't be optic blasts or you know ch- turning my you know, my flesh into organic steel or anything like that. It would be uh, the ability to always find the exact size box that I need. Wow! Or, yeah, I, I I sell stuff and then I think, oh gosh, you know this is an awkward shape. I'm going to have to find a box. And then I go down to my local paper recycling and somehow I always manage to walk away with just the right box. I was about to say, it's not like you, like regular people, have to deal with the three sizes at the local <laughs> yes. stop if you have this magical cardboard um, <laughs> dump playground oh, uh, within walking distance of the house that is an advantage. I, I sold all my DC Direct 13-inch figures, and uh, I, I sold the majority of them to one guy, but I had about three left over. That I sold, and I thought, oh gosh, you know, they're such an awkward shape. Most boxes have that sort of typical rectangular feel, you know, much like a comic box, not the the sort of flatter box that I need. And so I went down to my local paper recycling, and I thought, okay. And you know, last time I actually had to get into the recycling, I ended up ripping, um, you know, completely ripping the groin out of my shorts. So um, I decided <laughs> I wasn't doing that again. So I thought it's 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 got to be within reaching distance. I've got to be able to sort of just lean over the side and grab it. You know, I can't afford to, um, you know, tear my work pants or, or anything like that. So uh, I got there and I looked in and someone had thrown out boxes that um, have six rather large rolls of insulation foam that they use in garage doors or something. And I thought, hmm, they look pretty good. And, of course, I plan in advance. I actually measure roughly what size I need and I, I put it in a document in my phone. And uh, I brought the boxes home and I have about two, maybe three centimetres on every side of, of one of those DC Direct 13-inch figures. So by the time I bubble wrap it, it just fits beautifully. So oh, I love it. That's my mutant power. Yeah. I, love I, um, I, ha- I had a nice bit of uh, luck with sizing recently where I um, was redoing my sort of storage room. So I don't have any toys or that out on display, but I've got just had plastic tubs Um, all over the place with odds and ends. And I got myself some steel filing shelves Mm, and then brought a whole bunch of the filing cardboard boxes that you can get in just like packs of like 10 and that, and then that folds up to a standard size. And they fit, you know, within um, a couple of millimeters of these filing rig shelves and have managed to use space really effectively now. So it's just... like wall and wall of plastic Uh, no air (laughs) anywhere in between but it uh, has worked perfectly it's rare things work out like that i was excited so i know i know the space uh feeling nice (laughs) nice yeah what about you mr scotty 
Uh, well, I've been struggling to use space effectively. Um, I'm traveling this week and the place I'm staying at is actually quite nice, but the desk area is really funky. It's kind of like a weird angular thing. So trying to set up a laptop, a little travel microphone, and then a wave of action figures to look at um, and have them not fall off all the angles has been challenging. So if you heard me <laughs> bumping or rattling while you guys are talking, that was me knocking things over um, just while trying to breathe, basically. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I got there in the end. Oop. Uh, I have <laughs> not had... You know what I have not had luck at is Eddie's been helping me um, curb my FOMO about the Spider-Man Homecoming Marvel Legends um, <laughs> figures, um, which I had a very near miss on getting all the ones I wanted, but someone <coughs> ben, <coughs> beat me to them by like three seconds. Um, and I, I actually like, treasure those figures even more now. I'm sure you do. Yes, I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's. I think it's symbolic of our relationship, right? Because it's how we met. Is you know, <laughs> like you you winning an auction of mine, getting something for a penance. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Some right. um, DC He's paid heroes. for it now. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. DC <laughs> pocket heroes. Really? Yeah. The first. The no, first you, time. You were, okay. You were getting rid of all yours. The, uh, that's true. I've still got my um, Ultra Boy and Phantom Girl, though. I didn't get rid of them. Mm. Yeah, because it's like the only Phantom Girl figure that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but uh, I have been having FOMO about those, um, and I've just, I'm, it, it's, I've been looking too early. Eddie's like, they're the movie wave, they're going to be everywhere, don't freak out. Um, but you know, when you, so I've actually been enjoying, though, like we're having this kind of renaissance of toy hunting mm. in Australia, where you can awesome. actually kind of, you know, find stuff, and uh, the, we don't um, even care about the prices. It's the fact that they're actually on the pegs. I know. It's, it's like 3000 <laughs> Amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, but I actually just saw that today, now, when, of course, when I'm not in Melbourne, my local Toys R Us has now got them all someone posted today, so they'll probably all be gone by Friday when I get back. But, oh, yes. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I'm not going to freak out because, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, la the last few waves of Marvel Legends now are everywhere. Yeah. yeah. They're everywhere. This in, this yeah. this wave that we're reviewing tonight, you know, is yeah. yeah. I don't think people are getting them yeah. in bulk, but I noticed when my Toys R Us got them in and then sold out. I think they got two cases, uh, and they went very quickly. But within oh, it was less than a week they had them again. So you know, it, it's it's nice. Um, I, I hope this is actually symbolic of, of things to come. I, I'm hoping that the the fact that these retailers are getting wave after wave and they're selling. Uh, is giving them the necessary feedback to sort of you know keep going because um, I'm hoping this isn't going to die off anytime soon. You're uh, missing uh, that it uh, was actually weirdly my little independent toy store that was uh, the first sighting by me of these guys at Australian retail too. The wife we're about to uh, talk about tonight, <laughs> which I think is a first for my town entirely. That's mm, uh, mm. <laughs> the yeah. most exciting thing that's ever happened. Yeah, and of course, you posted uh, you posted that information, and I I made the mad dash to the other side of my city to my one and only version of that store, uh, and they just looked at me blankly when I asked them. So yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. 
<laughs> okay, well, we um, have talked about toys already, but we're going to talk about toys in more detail. And um, our good friend John has done a special review of a very special toy uh, for us this week. So we will take a short break. Uh, we'll hand over to him, and then we'll come back with our discussion topic. Dragon Ball Z, the saga continues. Cosmic evil is on the rise. You and your friends are Earth's only hope. Will Goku and Trunks Super Saiyan power be enough this time? Gohan's in danger until Team Dragon Ball Z joins the fight. But wait, it's Evil Freeze. The Earth is still in trouble. Your friends are in for the fight of their life, but you won't let them down. The fate of the world depends on it, each sold separately. Hey guys, it's John here. Um, been a while since I've been on here reviewing anything. Uh, you know, I've been on a hiatus, and uh, you guys know that. So, um, anyway, uh, I'm here tonight. I'm talking about a exclusive that's kind of an exclusive on an exclusive because what I'm talking about tonight is the Atelis Warrior from Kokomo Toys, which is an exclusive of the Boss Fight Vitruvian Hacks line. Now, you guys may remember... Um, way back when uh, the boss fight Kickstarter started for Vitruvian Hacks. We had them on. We talked to them. Um, was a lot of fun. And then uh, I've reviewed a couple of the figures. I think I reviewed the skeleton and maybe the uh, coral um, snake warrior, which she's kind of cool. Um, but then, you know, I hadn't I hadn't really went back and reviewed I think a whole lot else since then. Maybe, maybe I did. I can't remember. But um, it's been a while. But um, they've came out with a whole bunch of really neat stuff. Uh, different warriors, different snake warriors, um, you know, lots of different paint schemes. And it, some of it's just been crazy stuff. Um, and the good folks over at Kokomo Toys, um, you know, they kind of contacted us and said, hey, would you guys be interested in reviewing one of our exclusive figures? And, you know, me being the person I am said, well, sure, I'm, I'm in Indiana. I'll do that. Because <laughs> um, I was really kind of blown away by the first um, initial offering by, by Boss Fight and... Um, some of the other stuff they've worked on, say for Marauder and that kind of stuff. So anytime I get to look at their stuff, it's always good. So, um, jumped at the chance and they provided this figure for us for review and, um, you know, it, it was shipped. They, they did a real good job shipping. Um, I know a lot of people that deal with them, uh, you know, uh, sending stuff and they are really good on their customer service. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're some of the good people here in the Midwest for sure. Um, I don't have any complaints at all on that. Um, I've been to their store. Um, you know, if you're in the Kokomo area, it's worth going to go check them out, especially if you're into like vintage stuff, GI Joe. Um, if you're a GI Joe collector at all, they're worth going to see. They have a ton of pop vinyl. So, so make sure and stop by there if you're, you're ever in the Kokomo area, you know, if you're in the indie area, just take a little drive north. It'll, it'll it'll be worth it if you're a toy collector. And if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you're a toy collector. So anyway, they sent this. And, um, you know, the regular boss fight stuff I have was all carded in kind of those resealable cards. This one was a little different because it came in a box. So it has some nice artwork on the front and some artwork uh, and text on the back, which is kind of cool kind of describes what the Atalus warrior is and she's kind of a uh gorgon type convert where she was cursed to be one of the snake people but then uh they tried to fix the curse and it didn't work so she didn't end up human she didn't end up snake so she's kind of in between and she kind of fights on the side of uh the, the gorgons i think that's that's the short version I, I am sure that it is available online somewhere you guys can go read that and check it out but anyway 
once you get this uh, this this box, and it actually says Kokomo Toys exclusive on it, so um, it's pretty neat. Got a neat little artwork of the black and white line drawing of the the figure on it. You kind of in an action pose, which is cool. You pop it open, and there's actually um, almost reminds me of a figure arts type tray system inside. The the figures nestled in there. Um, her helmet's in there. Her spare heads in there, um, a couple of the swords, and then the rest of the accessories are in the bottom of the 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 behind that tray in like a little plastic bag. But uh, this is kind of nice; it keeps the helmet kind of in form, and it keeps the um, the the head from rolling around. Literally, heads will roll. Um, but it also keeps the sword straight, that kind of stuff. Uh, but it really reminds me because it's got that outer, you know, you pull the outer tray off and it's got a, a form tray on the inside. So um, I really like that. I mean, it'd be nice if they had all the accessories and trays, but I, I kind of understand where they're going with that. Um, it would be hard for them probably to come up with a tray for every one of these figures they've done. So anyway, um, this figure is kind of like... She really has a uh, almost an Orion slave girl from Star Trek look to her. She's she's green, but she has a snake head, and the one she comes packed with out of the package is um, kind of a neutral snake face. We'll say uh, the mouth's closed, so um, she she looks very. Uh, she just doesn't have an expression. She's like ready for battle, but not you know not like screaming or anything just kind of like a, a neutral uh, soldier uh the green has a lot of scales on it and they're they're pretty evident um you know when you, when i think of snakes i always think of green i don't know why I, i've i've never seen probably a snake this color green but it, it's just what it reminds me of um one thing that that does break her up all over her body she has a darker green pattern um that pattern goes down the side of both her arms uh both her legs and, and on the head. Now, I did say there were two heads. One thing to mention is the pattern isn't quite the same on both of them. Um, that's not really important, but uh, it is it is something. So, um, because this, we mainly cater to adult collectors, um, and you guys have heard the show before, I will say there are... Um, this figure has a breastplate, and underneath that breastplate, um, the figure has some... Hmm non-articulated nipples we'll say um so so there is something under there and i will tell you that the patterning on her abs uh goes down beneath her skirt and she is not wearing underwear so you guys take that how you will um you know this is a three and three quarter inch figure so there, there's only so much detail there but if you for example um took all of her armor off you would have basically a naked snake woman uh you know which I, I don't know why you would do that, but um, anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, speaking of her armor, it, you know, this is something that's kind of blown me away by Boss Fight and how they set this line up. Um, you know, being they come, most of them come from the G.I. Joe world and have that experience, they really have a good idea on how to work with modularity. So uh, they really went into making a lot of their pieces modular and uh, and she's no exception here because she actually shares, you know, some of the body parts with Medusa and the, the coral snake. And um, she actually has Medusa's upper strap armor and chest plate. And even her upper um, right bicep has an armor piece on it. And that armor piece is shared with Medusa. And then um, 
what she doesn't share, she actually has a, a bracer on her right arm because that's the armor shield doesn't go on. More on that in a minute. Um, and it's actually smooth and it's different than Medusa's. So they, they've changed up that armor piece and it does give it a little different look. Um, she has an, <coughs> excuse me, she has an armored skirt, um, kind of like what a, a Spartan warrior would wear. Uh, the sides are open so you can get some, get her legs kind of out of the sides if you, if you need to do kind of a deeper pose. But she also has um, uh, shin armor. You know, so uh, Medusa being a snake and the coral uh, one I reviewed, you know, she's got a snake tail, so she doesn't have the, the shin armor. She's actually, like I said, trapped and half human, half snake. So she's got the body of a human, head of a snake. Uh, sandal feet, but like I said, all the skin is green. So if you stripped all the armor off, she'd be basically wearing sandals. So there you go for what it's worth. Um now, I will say, this this is where the modularity kind of comes into play, because I, I didn't really, you know, I thought it was similar to Medusa's armor, but I wasn't 100% sure, because um, all of the armor on this figure happens to have, like, a real bright gold finish. And so it really has a different tone and a different... Um, appearance than Medusa's armor, which is more of a an old pewter type look. So this figure's armor, even though a lot of it's the same, has a real different look to it. It has a different armored look to it, which which is really cool. And I, I think that's what the boss fight people have really nailed is they've they've said, well, if we make these accessories and make these few changes, um, you know, we can we can really um, make our figures a whole bunch of different figures without having to change a lot, but really offer the consumer something on the end that, you know, hey, this is a unique character, but we haven't had to go to a great means to do it. So really clever on their part. Um, paint, you know, all of the markings and stuff look real good. Um, the eyes are red, so you've got this green uh, snake-looking head with a couple of little fangs on the mouth and then these like glowing red eyes. Now the eyes are neat because she comes with two different helmets and one is the same as the coral snake. It's a, like a, a giant snake head, um, uh, skull with the, the spine that goes down her back. Um, but the difference is this one is done in gold. Like, so all of her accessories and stuff are in gold and it just looks completely different because here it looks metal. The, the coral snake, uh, Gorgon, hers is in, um, like a bone color. So it doesn't look metal. It looks bone and it just makes that little difference that, um, you know, it, it just looks just a little different and it, it really it really comes off as something unique which is which is cool the other helmet she has is a spartan type helmet both of these though when you get her red eyes in there they really show up um especially with all that gold around it that that's kind of what's neat is uh you know you see her these red eyes kind of glowing through through the eye holes in case you're wondering the spartan helmet is not the same one that came with the spartan warrior um the, the comb on it is a little different, and actually the gold finish is a little different too. Um, just slightly, but uh, enough that this is a little brighter gold, I think, where the other one maybe looks maybe more brushed gold. I don't know. I, I'm sure that the, there's jewelry experts out there that could tell me different. but um, So, um, in terms of articulation, she has... Uh, 
uh, you know, pretty much what you would expect on a figure. She's got elbows, can bend, swivel, uh, ball-jointed shoulders. You know, she's got the same articulation, um, you know, in, in the waist and stuff that you'd expect. Uh, Double-jointed knees, um, ankle articulation, that kind of thing. What she does have is kind of a unique head system. Um, and I didn't realize that these figures were like this because I've never pulled the head off of one. Um, but it's got like a little double ball joint. It's got like a little barbell um, underneath the head so that it can it can kind of pivot in, in different directions and really give her a lot of expression, um, which is cool because, you know, a lot of figures I've, I've been kind of, you know, playing with lately, you, you don't get that unless they have... They, they, they can kind of turn their head and move it up a little bit up and down, but that, that double joint, you know, that kind of barbell joint in the neck really, really helps um, give you some range and some expression. Now, the reason I had to pull the head off was to put the second head on there. And, of course, um, you know, instead of the kind of plain-faced uh, um, alien snake-looking thing, you get the alien snake with the mouth open. And, and I really love this head. This this is this is pretty cool. This is, you know, snake yelling going into battle. Um, the mouth's all done in pinks, and you can see the two fangs. Um, just a fantastic head. Like I said, the, the pattern on it's just slightly different, but, you know, really, you're, you're not going to notice. Um, you're not going to notice at all. So, uh, one little slight thing is that little barbell, for some reason, pulls out a little easier on the um, open mouth head. I, I'm not sure why. It's nothing, no big deal. It doesn't get stuck in the body or anything. You can pull it in and out pretty quick. So, um, no big deal, but it does happen. So, uh you know, that's that's that. Now, Medusa came with a couple of accessories. She came with a bone, almost uh, spine-looking dagger, maybe like made from the tail or something, and then a like a snake whip, which was like a, a long spine thing. And hers was painted in bone, and of course here they're painted in gold. And they, where Medusa's look like it was made out of bone, this one looks like it's made out of some kind of metal. Um, and then on top of that, she does have um, one of the, or she has, Medusa had one whip, the Atelus Warrior gets two, so she can do this double whip, kind of whiplash from the uh, Iron Man movie kind of thing, if you really want her to do that. These pieces are pretty flexible, so they're they're kind of cool. Um, that way you could probably, you could probably do some things if you wanted to put them in some hot water and maybe bend them a bit. Um, I'm not going to do that, I, I will tell you why in a bit. Um. The other thing she also comes with is a one of those daggers, and uh, again, you know, this one this one doesn't look, you know, like natural materials. It looks metal. Um, kind of weird because the Medusa dagger is actually a little more flexible than this one, whereas I think it's just the opposite with the whips. I think the Medusa whips weren't as flexible as, as these are. So, um, some differences in materials. Kind of a neat little thing, but. Um, you know, that, that dagger definitely looks uh, non-human traditional kind of thing, because it's just basically all these little uh, vertebrae put together. She also comes with not only two whips, but two swords. These are just um, plain, you know, Roman-era swords. Um, they look pretty cool. Uh, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not actually probably Spartan... Um, Roman warrior type swords because they, they have a little different marking on the on the hilt um, the hilt's a little more plain you know more like a common soldier type thing um, at least they don't match the gladiator sword that I have we'll, we'll put it that way uh, 
And then on top of all that, she comes with the shield, and the shield is in gold. It's got the Medusa head on the front of it. Um, very, very bright and shiny, so it's pretty cool. Um, you know, that's that fits on her left arm. Um, her hand goes in there, and um, if you remember right, when Boss Fight, I think, was on the show, they talked about they actually added some little details. You could string some string across those and hang that on her back. Speaking of hanging things on her back, the back of her armored pleated skirt thing has a loop in it. You can fit a sword, you can fit that dagger in there. Um, I actually like that dagger back there. Um, overall, I, I will tell you that my preference for this figure probably will be the um, Spartan-style helmet with the, the big green comb on it, because I love the way the eyes look in it. Probably the plain face and two swords. Um, I just really like that look. I don't know what it is, but uh, that that's my favorite look. Our sword and the shield. I like the shield. I mean, you, you gotta like the shield. I may give a try at stringing the shield up on her back, though, so I can have both, both the swords in her hands at the same time. And speaking of hands, um, she actually comes with an extra set. I, I think, think this is another clever thing Boss Fight's done, is they realize that, um, you know, if you, you think about fantasy figures, a lot of times they're 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 holding swords and stuff and you want the 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 pivot joint in them to go in and out but then if they're going to hold a gun say you they say you want her in a, a future display um you know and you want her with some kind of laser rifle or something they've included the up and down pivot as well so um sometimes you used to see gi joe figures in the you know, in the anniversary wave, they would have one of each. One would be up and down, and you would use that for the trigger hand, and then the the in and out would be for the, um, you know, holding the stock. So uh, they actually include a left and a right of each hand so that you can pose that figure however you want. Now, speaking of posing, I will say, and this is my only real complaint, the hip joints on this figure are a little looser than probably I'd like to see. Um... I haven't had enough time to really go in there and figure out if I could tighten them up a little bit. Um, I, I might try and do that, but I, I'm not real big on, on those kind of things, so I don't know if I will or not. Um, that's about the only thing I really found. There was a couple times trying to pose her was a little difficult because of it. Not impossible, um, but they're just a little looser than, than some of the other uh, boss fight figures I have. That That's like one of the loosest joints I've felt in them. So. And it's it's mainly the left hip, so I'm not really too sure. But um, have no fear because they also included a boss fight stand, which came with their other figures. So, you know, hey, if you want to put her in your display, you can stand her on a stand and you don't have to worry about her falling over. So that's pretty cool. So, I mean, overall, uh, you know... I am just so, uh, so utterly amazed at the depth of this, of this line, and and they don't have a lot of, like when you look at the basic bucks and the basic actual um, accessories and and pieces that they've used, they have just done such a, a creative job at mixing and matching and colors and and this and that that they've really have this wide range of characters and, and built this world where these Spartan warriors are fighting these Gorgon snake people and Amazons and this and that and it's really amazing and um, you know this figure is definitely a, a really cool part of that so um, you know I, I, I recommend it for that if you don't have a boss fight figure you, you won't go wrong by getting this one um, 
just because there is just so many neat little accessories, you kind of really get an idea for what their, um, you know, what their technology is like, um, how their figures are jointed. Th this is a female figure, so as a collector, you know, we always want um, more and more female figures out there. She's a, an, a, a snake, you know, so how cool is that? Um, you know, that being said, if you, you put her next to, say, a Jedi warrior, you know, um, some of the, the female Jedis, you know, your Ayla Sakuras, and, and put a lightsaber in her hand, she would look perfectly in place with that, I think. Um, you know, I think there's other things, other eras, other other worlds you could put her in. And, um, you know, you put her with Avatar figures, she would look perfectly in place with them. Um, she just has this alien snake look that really could be anything. Um, you know, she could be a Cobra experiment and be, you know, part of your G.I. Joe display. Um even on her own. So really she plays into probably more display scenarios than say a straight up Spartan warrior or a straight up Medusa or, you know, some of the, the full on snake people. Um, cause let, let's face it, you know, you could probably put her in with your GI Joes, but putting a Medusa in there, that's probably a stretch. Um, you know, even, even like your, uh, Marvel Universe figures, uh, she could probably fit in well with some of the, uh, say, Star Jammers or Planet Hulk or something like that, um, just because of the look she has. So, overall, like I said, I, I can't say enough nice things about the folks at Boss Fight. Um, I can't say enough nice things about the folks at Kokomo Toys. Um, looks like this pair, pairing really worked well. Um, they've came up with a pretty cool product, tons of accessories, um, neat colors. Like I said, the gold is like a really shiny gold, and it just, just really pops on that green um and, and you really can't go wrong i'll try and pop some some pictures up on the uh facebook page whenever uh, this goes up on the air so you guys can go and look at those um i will take off probably say uh just a little bit so we'll go like nine and a half nine nine and a half dollies um just because of that that hip joint um that just just was just a little uh you know this is this is and that might just be my figure, you know, I'm, I'm sure that some of that varies figure to figure. So, uh, you know, your experience may vary just slightly, but, um, that's really the only, only thing I have with this figure. The paint's perfect. Uh, the other articulation works just flawlessly. Um, you know, you can remove all the armor if you want. I did not do that. Uh, but you know, you could, you can do that and switch and swap and customize or do whatever you want. So, um, overall, Great effort by everybody, and um, this is John saying, I'll talk to you soon. Beware, the mutant-seeking sentinel. Target identified! Mutants apprehended! Wanna mix it up, big boy? My adamantine claws will get rolled back! I've always had trouble with man. My optic blast will give him trouble. Firing projectile arm! Now, sentinel, you will be defeated! Sentinel Robot Playset and X-Men action figures, each sold separately. Well, as we were talking about in our banter, uh, if you are a Marvel Legends fan, then we are being absolutely spoiled at the moment for uh, both accessibility to the toys, but also just the volume of the toys and the characters. And um, this wave that we're reviewing tonight, which is the uh, X second X-Men 
Marvel Legends wave in the new Hasbro era um, with Warlock as the builder figure um, is one that I was super duper excited about when it was announced <laughs> because just of the character selection and it's got one of my yep. babes um, in it. Uh, and I have, you know, as has been the routine lately, have had mine forever <laughs> and <laughs> have been waiting on these two to get theirs. And uh, yeah, yeah. now yeah, and so I've blown <laughs> the dust off mine, um, and uh, and yes, I traveled with them, um, and they're all mm. here. I know. My wife was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I said, "I'm lonely so I'm, when I'm away." <laughs> okay, so I'm confused. Are we? Yes. Are we talking about the Marvel Legends wave that has the Warlock figure, <laughs> whose father is the Magus? Or are we talking about the Marvel Legends figure that ha- uh, the Marvel Legends wave that has the Warlock figure who is also the Magus? Magus, uh, yes. So that is um, a complex <laughs> question. Um, this one uh, gets called the Warlock wave because the Warlock, who is also the Magus, is the builder figure. Um, so this is mm. the New Mutants era Warlock, um, yeah. and uh, uh, a builder figure that has been on many a wish list over the years. That I've always, you know, looked at and thought, yeah, right, that'll never happen. Um, mm. And uh, I think that just shows how. Uh, well, I think there's a few figures in this line that just show, obviously, how much room the Marvel Legends people um, at Hasbro have got to play with this stuff because, you know, not a lot of these, well, not all of these, but a lot of these characters are not, you know, currently in comics in this particular form, etc. So, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so I think Ben Ben has done a great job of organizing these in alphabetical order, and if right. uh, people don't have any objection, we could talk about them in that order. Sounds good yeah, to it's me. Our style. <laughs> so Colossus, someone speak of the uh, wonderful Colossus figure. Hooray! Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought um, Colossus had a pretty good run in Marvel Legends. So I think the Wave Five figure is actually really really good. Uh, I think the one that they had in the X-Men Classics was actually a really nice figure as, as well. It was sort of a, a slightly different take. It had the shinier uh, steel. Uh, but then, of course, Diamond Select did a, a fantastic one as well, which um, I actually have in my yeah. display. So uh, I didn't think... Uh, sorry, um, I think that that, that Colossus... Um, from Diamond Sledge may have been reviewed on the very first episode of the show. It was. Yep. Eli did it way, way back. Yeah. Yeah. Five and a half years ago. Uh, so it shows you how long ago we've had a Colossus figure. Uh, look, I I didn't think Colossus needed a new figure. Um, when I, I heard that he was just an inclusion, he wasn't the builder figure, I was a little bit sort of um, less sort of skeptical. Um, I still wasn't that thrilled when I saw this. This is just Colossus in his new outfit. Uh, but what uh, really sort of caught my attention was the alternate head, which I think is a, a really, really nice inclusion. But um, I guess let's talk about the figure first and uh, how, how are we feeling about this costume? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm I, uh, happy for a new Colossus in the um, you know modern buck, I guess, because the Wave 5 Colossus, while yeah, it is brilliant, it's now pretty short um, as far as you know, some of this stuff goes. And so yeah. this, you know, this larger buck is fine with, um, you know, the, the costume is kind of, I'm indifferent about, uh, but this is a figure that I definitely wasn't anticipating, uh, enjoying as much as I do, because I actually think they've done a great job. 
Yeah, it is nice. I, I think this is a, a really good-sized buck um, that they've been getting some good mileage out of. So I think this is the majority of the absorbing man, isn't it? The... No. Or is it a I don't new... think it is. It might I be never... a new one because I know um, there was talk with uh, at Toy Fair about how the reason why Death's Head in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wave uh, wasn't the builder figure is he, that buck wasn't designed to be a builder figure. And I don't uh, have that figure, but I believe that's this same buck. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So oh, that would explain. I've got that figure. Mm. I, I fa- I've got Death's Head. I found um, him I've got uh, the other day. Um, okay, so yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it is um, me, but... I noticed because one thing about the uh, previous like large male buck that, and I can't think of a character example. Hyperion, is that the Um, Hyperion one? The one where the torso joint was often really loose. Like the the did it have like a weird, weird neck sort of area? Yeah, that that's probably the Hyperion, the Luke Cage, the yeah, that sort of yeah. So I, I definitely like this better. Yeah, I mean, at first I actually thought this was um, the Terax um, buck, but um, Terax is is sort of slightly bigger uh, than than Colossus, which is kind of interesting given how big Colossus is supposed to be. So, um, you know, I'm hoping – I mean, this is a really nice buck. If, if this is actually as new as we think it is, um, you know, I think it's a really nice addition because um, the Hyperion buck is a bit of an awkward one. Um, I don't think it works mm. – uh, I think it worked on people like the Radioactive Man. Um, watch out, Radioactive Man. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think it actually worked really well on him, but, you know, it, it failed miserably on the Sabretooth uh, that we got in the Puck Wave. So um, hopefully this is that one that sort of steps up and gives us those bigger figures. And mm. uh, yeah, and it, it works. I've got Death's Head as well, and, and it works really, really well for him. So is this for me? So, I, j- sorry, just checking. Is yeah. this not the. Are we sure this is new? Like, uh, yeah, I'm looking at like Captain Britain, the new Captain Britain as an example. What is that the Hyperion buck? It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, the shoulders are different. Are they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think if this is a, a new, um, if this isn't new, it's probably you know one of the wrecking crew. Okay. Oh, that but, yeah, that might be. Yeah, a but that, then that is the one that often has the really loose chest crunch. Um, mm, this this, mm. this guy doesn't, so I'm at least happy with that. Um, so I think the sculpt is great. I love the yeah. um, the. the uh, alternate head, or I mean, I think the normal head is a really, really nicely done, but the alternate head, uh, even though I don't know what the reference is, I think is cool. Um, look, I think there's a couple of options you've got here in the latest uh, X Men Gold. Uh, Peter is actually sporting the beard and and the okay. uh, you know the the new sort of coiffed hairstyle, but uh, you know, as many people who have listened to the show for a while know, uh, I'm a universe builder. I don't have enough space to display every version of every character, so I, I sort of pick my favourites. And uh, there's been a few storylines in the last couple of years that have included uh, a group of X-Men from the future. Um, and when we first saw an, a, a future version of Colossus, he did actually have the beard. So um, I'm probably cheating a, a little bit because I think this is meant to be the X-Men Gold version of Colossus, but... Uh, I'll actually be displaying him in my collection as that that futuristic colossus. Works mm. for me. Yeah. Mm. So, on the paint side, 
uh, mine has got some very serious issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only so just, does so, mine. Yeah, uh, uh, on the legs, the the thighs. Yes, uh, same here. They yeah. sprayed that orange color over the ready sort of cinnamon color, and uh, they haven't. It, it well. bleeds a little bit. Yeah. 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 I've got one yeah. leg that's okay, and then one leg that is really blurry. Yeah. <laughs> I like how we get that usual um, that number stamped on the back that they insist yeah. on doing, and it's stamped in like a blue color on the yellow. Like, nice one, guys. Uh, but look, I, I, I've got a few, you know, glitches on the torso as well, particularly on the black part of the costume. I've got either the black is either scraped off or they've actually got a bit of that sort of cinnamon coloured um, mm. paint on there. But the X is well applied. And, and I think the I don't know what the, the need is to do the steel colour, such a dull, you know, I've always had the impression that when sort of Colossus is, is you know, at his finest, he's sort of bright and shiny and, and almost chrome. Um, yet, you know, this is a really, really dull uh, silver paint, and I, I'm really not quite sure what the need was to go with such a dark colour. I mean, there's even a black wash um, that they've done over the top, which really, really takes away from from the aesthetics. So mm. it's a bit of an odd choice. Mm. I do Anything like the um, on his uh, armbands and boots. They're sort of like a shiny metallic yellow paint use. Yeah. So I really like that colour. Yeah, possibly they. Oh yes, yeah, down on the boots as well. They might have done that at the same time as Cyclops's visor. So, hmm. But um, we also get our our money's worth. I, I think we're really getting spoiled with the accessories. I mean, I can remember, you know, if you got a, a gun of any kind, it was a big deal. But not only do we do get, you know, this massive chunk of plastic um, and a new head as well, but we get um, both the head of Warlock and uh, a swap out, which is the saw blade hand so yep. very cool very cool okay so are we cool with uh colossus yes he's going into yeah. my collection very pleased okay tick 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 and now we move on to cyclops so this is a much awaited figure for many people yeah um, and this is this is the hot guy of the way this is the one that um people were comparing to deadpool from last year and when it first started to hit retail in the US, people were having real trouble uh, finding him. Finding it, yeah. 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 Well, because I actually got my um, – most of these when I was in the US, um, I, but not Cyclops or Colossus. I couldn't find either of those over there. I didn't do stacks of toy hunting, but I did find yeah. the other figures in a few places, uh, Polaris and Sunfire and Logan seem to be – hanging around um, mm. a bit. Um, but, yeah, I did have quite a bit of a look for Cyclops in particular because I knew he was going to be hard and I thought maybe I'd have a better chance in the US, And but I didn't find him there. I had to get um, these here. But I've come across him a, f- a number of times now. Yeah. So have I, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't known. I think the only figure that's really um, flying off the pegs in, in my city is uh, Moon Knight. Um, you know, I've, I've seen all of these figures at some particular point, the X-Men wave. So, But, I mean, look, this Cyclops, um, you know, I, Cyclops is, a, you know, I'm sure I'll get in trouble for this, but he's a bit of a redheaded stepchild. He, he doesn't seem to get 
Um, you know, he's had his fair share of figures, but he doesn't seem to have that wow figure. You just kind of look at the yeah. ones that are available and go, yeah, you know, okay, I'll put that one on my shelf. And uh, which costume is it? Oh, I'm not really sure. I just like it better than that one. And, uh, you know, that one's a bit better than the pirate boot. So this this is an easy win for me. I, I think this is uh, a really well-executed figure, and, and he'll definitely be my Cyclops of choice on the shelf. This is going to be interesting because I am a uh, Cyclops fan. He's <laughs> uh, one of my favorite of the main uh, X-Men. Uh, it, as a kid, he was my favorite X-Men up until I discovered Deadpool. Uh, and I actually think this might be my worst figure of the wave. Oh, I'm no. really disappointed to get it. A lot of it for me uh, is having loose uh, straps. Yeah, that look, just that's, are moving all around his body. It's pretty but, insane, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to say, I'm with Eddie. I I think this is a gigantic letdown um, because. Gosh, the, you yeah. guys! <laughs> well, I mean, like it, it, the the um the loose straps, uh, particularly the uh boot, the ones at the top of the boot. Yeah, I don't understand um why that wasn't just sculpted on, um and well obviously tooling, but um the that just makes him really hard to pose, um you know the the. Shoulder strap, whatever that horrible thing is. I mean, that's always going to be hard, unless because either you sculpt it on and then you've got no move, you know, it restricts the movement, yeah. or you do it as a loose piece and then, well, you, like that's that's hard. But the the other two bits, I I just think they pop around all over the place, and uh, it feels that's, um, yeah, yeah. It that's really but interesting. It, even the shoulder strap is a bit, uh, you know, the chest crunch becomes a bit useless because you move him forward and uh, yeah, yeah. it bends in yeah. sort of weird ways. And mine has the weird wash over it that looks like he's been eating Doritos Cheese Supreme and sort of wiping it on his bandolier. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm quite okay with that, actually. I, I think it adds a contrast to the other yellow that's uh, that's quite nice. Now, I was just checking the, the straps on the top of his boots, and mine are actually fine. Mine are, mine are quite solid. I actually have to you know, really give them a, a good sort Seriously? of twist and a shove. Mine are, to, like, they just mine are around his ankles. You can hear mine now. Oh, no, no. Mine, mine sit quite nicely around us, so yeah, I think mine. I've got a good deal. Like, my ones around his thighs, um, they're loose, uh, but they're not sort of slipping down to his knees or anything. They seem to sit quite well. The, the only one that's really disappointing for me, I think, is the, the chest harness, but I, I just don't see another way of, of executing this. Um, you know, it's really like you could have glued it on. Uh, I know a lot of people are actually picking this guy up and then gluing the harness into place. Like they're actually really? taking their chances. And I'm actually sort of pressing mine down now against his torso. And, you know, I can actually see that it actually fits quite flush with uh, with his torso and, and works quite well because the belt is nicely around his waist. So, you know, look, I do wonder if uh, a bit of work with the hairdryer might actually – get that to sort of sit a bit better mm. um so yeah I, I don't know i don't have the i don't have the same sort of yeah, well, issues i mean one, so so you're wrong um, yeah. yeah well okay <laughs> the two wrongs make a right <laughs> <laughs> no i you know i think your mileage may vary obviously but yep. I, mm. I the moment that i got this guy out and just started trying to you know and i i'm not 
I'm not a poser. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, you know, <laughs> someone who is trying to do a million different poses. I'm just trying to get him to stand up properly so I can take a few photos. And I kept, you know, mm. having to reset because things kept flopping around. And I just thought, surely, surely there has <laughs> to be a better way to do this, particularly for a, a really much awaited figure. I feel like that either the tooling budget's gone elsewhere and then they've tried to do this with a, just a standard buck and add-on bits and no sculpting. Um, yeah. or, or I don't know what they were thinking. Now, on the positive side, the head sculpt is really oh, well done. Fantastic. Yeah, look, it's nice. And, I mean, I think it, it suits the buck choice well. Like, it's not oversized or undersized. I think he uh, aesthetically, you know, is quite pleasing with that head sculpt. The hair is nicely done. I think they've got a, a nice sort of wash over it. Um, I don't know. I think it's brown with a bit of a black wash over the top to do that. And I think uh, even the, you know, the visor's been painted in that nice gold uh, and, and I always worry about things like the red in the, the visor slit being done uh, quite badly, but mine's actually really nice. Uh, so I, got, I got a little blue drop in my red visor. Which, oh, see, oh. geez, you're getting a raw deal again. Yeah. It's it's such a little thing, but it's at the point I'm, I am going to be tempted if I can find one on a sale or uh, cheap, uh, I might pick up a second just to replace just because it's that little thing that most people probably won't notice, but now that I know it and see it's there, yeah, that's yeah. where I'll always look when I pick up this figure. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I I got you. Um, oh, you know the other thing I didn't mention about what I about this wave is that I, you know, never. Uh, I hope other people do this, like pre-order something and then forget that you pre-ordered it and then <laughs> get yep. it twice. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, I got all excited when I was over in the states. I was like, "Oh, I can buy these now! Woo, sweet!" And then I got back, mm -hmm. and uh, I managed to find um, the Cyclops, and uh, the only one I didn't buy at retail was Wolverine because he didn't have the Billy figure. And then I got a shipping notice from Big Bad Toy Store saying <laughs> your pre-ordered product is shipping, and I was like, "What? <laughs> Dang!" Nice. Yeah, so thankfully I have had no trouble selling the doubles. So, um, yeah, But I did yeah. then get to go through all of them and choose the ones I was happiest with, although I didn't see yeah. any major differences really. Yeah, this is the, the Bucky Cap buck, isn't it? Yep. That, that just keeps getting flogged to death. Yeah, look, I, gosh, I, I still have never really taken to this buck. I, I think it's just so hideously over-muscled that, but um, I don't know. It just it seems to be working for it, for it, out of If he did have to reuse a buck, this is the buck to mm. use. I think for considering his uh, nickname Slim. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, it does work. I mean, because this is the same one we've had characters like Daredevil and that on, isn't it? So it's yep. it's kind of that that sort of athletic male of average size. So yeah. Oh well, look, I, I'm I'm quite pleased. I'm quite happy to have this, and of course, he comes with a a fist with the right hand, and the left hand is that sort of two finger uh, activating my visor, which is kind of redundant because uh, if anyone actually reads X One comics, they'll know that he actually has the the buttons in his um in his gloves that do it now. But it, it's still fun being able to sort of pose him with that hand sure. up against the 
the visor. So, which, you know, thanks to the double jointed elbows, you can actually do. So, yes. very good. All right. And he uh, comes with a warlock leg that's almost as big as he is. Indeed. Okay. <laughs> and uh, next, two figure that I was a little bit excited about. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And this is Dazzler. And of course, is the disco version. Woo! Huzzah. Yeah. How can you not love this figure? I mean, this. This is Hasbro just throwing all caution to the wind and giving fans what they want. Like this, there's there's no way this figure should ever sell. No, like at all. <laughs> it's it's just got nothing going for it. Um, it. It's it's everything that is anti-toy to you know little kids. I'm mm-hmm. sure little Johnny's gonna sort of walk into Toys R Us and and see Colossus or Wolverine or something, and there's no way he's gonna you know go for the Barbie doll on roller skates. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right, come on, Scotty, bust him oh, here. I'm, I'm a happy boy. I think um, <laughs> that you know they've done a brilliant job. Uh, you know, if you if you go back and look at the the source, you know, like her early stuff. You know, there is a, a level of detail um, missing from like her wristbands, um, which had like kind of uh, gems or whatever on them, and she also had a uh, like an arm some armbands as well at, at some point, but uh, I, I'm really, you know, really happy with this. I think that, you know, they've gone on the shorter side of what her hair could have been. I don't think that the, the hair sculpt is really a perfect, um, yeah. you know, seventies dazzler or, or like dazzler at all, but it's still, it just works. Like it's, you know, it's so fun. Yeah. Um, for me, the thing that just makes me ever so happy is that they actually gave her the roller skates, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I looked at the hair as well, and I thought, you know, this is a really interesting um, hair sculpt, and and I, I sort of agree with you. I think she, you know, from my memory uh, of her, she had a lot more hair than this, and so I'm sort of wondering yeah. whether this was done specifically so that they could get some reuse out of it um, down the track. Uh, I mean, they're certainly not going to get any reuse out of those roller skates, so uh, no, no, you know, that really no. is uh, an amazing. Now, I'm actually quite impressed with the flares. So this is Dazzler in her original costume, the white disco costume with the roller skates, and so she's got these huge flared pants uh, coming off the knees, and, uh, you know, that's that's got to be a new piece. I, I certainly don't remember seeing oh, yeah. those anywhere. So from the knees down, the flared pants and the roller skates, which unfortunately have, a, um, have had no love in the paint department. It's... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very dull. Like they're just cast in this grey silver plastic that has had no wash or, or anything to make it stand out at all. Um, and I don't think the I don't think the actual wheels and the bumpers on the roller skates are painted either. I think they're actually uh, additional pieces that are glued on. So and they don't turn. Boo! Boo! No, they're painted. I, I don't think we would want yep. them to turn because I think then she would she could be oh, yeah. kind of all over the place, you know. Like, <laughs> the, um, but that you know, that uh, pattern on her shoes is what should have been on her wristbands as well. Yes. Um, I yes. mean, look, I don't care. I think you know they, the the fact that they've done this is just crazy. Um, yeah. And she gets a microphone. She's got her little her necklace. She has got her. Um, you know, a light effect thing with the, uh, you know, the the diff- the kind of I think that's the original um, Scarlet Witch spells. Yeah, Scarlet Witch spells. Um, and uh, 
nothing not to love about this figure. I now I chose mine like because I had two to choose from, um, based on uh, paint because just the white of her torso had a little um, mark on it um, on the one that I didn't choose. Um, but then I did find after I opened it that her inside uh, right arm actually has got some kind of like white gunk on it. And I swear it was there when I opened it. Um, the, <laughs> um, I mean, what else do you say? The, uh, yeah, I know I was very, I was very excited about getting this figure, but I, I swear, I swear. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that was a bit annoying. So I probably will end up um, grabbing another one. Do you know, do you know that if there's ever a, a figure that um, you're just so you can't believe that they actually made it that you just want to buy it every time you see it. <laughs> yeah, just to show that, some support. Yes. Yeah, that could be this. Yes. Figure. I'm just like, ah, look, let's buy that again. Yeah. Look, I think they've done an amazing job on um, you know that that sort of butterfly pattern uh, on her face. You know those traditional whatever you call them, the blue the blue sort of uh, mask and, you know, she looks great. Like the, the lipstick has been applied really, really well and I think it all comes together quite nicely. The biggest disappointment for me with this figure is those wristbands uh, are actually painted on, so they just slap some silver paint on. Yeah. Uh, and on my inside right arm, uh, I, I don't have white, but I actually have silver paint. So they've gone to paint the silver wristbands and they've managed to put a, a huge slob of silver paint on the inside of her right forearm. Um, I would say that's just oh. a brush accident. And, of course, I didn't see that. So, well, that's similar to uh, what I'm talking about. Like mine's not quite mm, silver, but so mm. there must have just been an issue with the way that they were applying stuff here. I don't know. Yeah. So there's really not much else going on here, is there? Because she's sculpt, uh, She's actually cast in white plastic from uh, from the chest down, and we've obviously got uh, some white paint on the the top part of her, her costume because she's cast in flesh-coloured plastic, and they've just sort of painted it white, which is uh, not too bad. But um, that that chest piece is that is that new? I don't remember the high collar and the open. Um, you know the open piece there. You know, showing the bust. Is that? Well, the collar's a separate uh, piece to mm. the chest piece, but I th think it is because it looks like there's divots for the plastic to go into for the collar. So if it's mm. not a new one, it's a one that has been re-sculpted for mm. the collar. So it's. Okay, so it's possibly um, the top part that we. Oh yeah, because they've they've actually had to stick that. Yeah, they yeah. had to stick the the collar piece into um, the chest and glue that on, which is odd because you you sort of wonder why they don't just sculpt it as all one piece. Um, I don't imagine you can actually reuse the underlying chest piece without the collars. There might be other figures in mm. mind that they can think of for putting different collars on. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, right. that. No, you're right. Yeah, I th I was thinking about that a lot when I was looking at some of these figures and thinking there's a lot of new um, tooling here and where is it going to be reused? But that could just be a stick-on piece. Yeah, um, and they'll change it as they see fit. Yeah, it's got the bikini mm -hmm. kind of thing underneath. Um, yep. Yeah. Anything else about Death cool. oh, Except for the really annoying black... Um, text on the back of her leg that uh, yes, that's right did yes, we mention the um, microphone no i was about to say she has some pretty yeah. groovy accessories 
other than that, she comes with her microphone, obviously the energy thingamahoos it, and she comes with the left hand of Warlock. Um, oh, yes, I, I love... Geez, they make use of that left hand, don't they? That that sort of open spell-casting hand. It's, oh, yeah. But, I mean, I think mm. it works for her. Oh, it does, yeah. You know, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's a bit of a shame then that her mouth is closed, but she's got the microphone in her hand, so... Unless it's a, a poignant moment during the solo or something. Very good. I love it. I'm glad uh, Glad we got it. Yep, absolutely. Well, well okay, done, Ms. Blair. So, uh, if we are um, being strictly alphabetical, um, then we are now on the O's for Old Man Logan, although he's just um, packaged as Wolverine. <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course. Yeah, I, I think this was a, a, a genius move by Marvel. Um, you know, on order of uh, whomever, they kill off Wolverine because they're annoyed at um, at Fox Studios and don't want to promote it, and then they just bring in a new Wolverine. So, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, so then they go and make a movie about old man Wolverine. Anyway, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Wow, this guy. Thoughts. I love him. <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad figure. <laughs> this is one of my top two favorites uh, of the wave, and. Uh, I'm a big fan of the original Mark Miller story, uh, but this guy here is actually more based off the Jeff Lemire run where old man Logan ended up in the main 616 universe and he sort of swapped his duster for uh, the pilot leather jacket and red and shirt Georgia. and yep. uh, really uh, do uh, – do. particularly I because I've seen – images of this wave like long before we got it and uh, i was the last of us to get these figures so i saw everyone else posting of getting them uh, on the social medias and i mean the pictures just don't do justice to the line sculpt in his face yeah. uh, so he was still a surprise to get out of packet and uh, yeah. uh have a look at and just he looks grumpy he's just got that he does and if you're not reading the current run on the title uh, the current run of old man logan um the the artist that just finished up uh, andrea sorrentino has some of the most exquisite artwork i've ever seen it's actually a yeah. real pleasure to read so huh. beautiful beautiful just know, knows how to do drapery uh, in in clothing it's really quite good and uh, yeah i think the way they've sculpted it here too it's uh, come off really really well now he's very short he is. Um, he is. Yes, which you know is uh, certainly comic accurate. Um, but well, is this an existing buck? I no. I he's, think so. No, he's actually the same height as the brown and orange Wolverine we got in the previous X Men wave. So I think they've done a pretty good job of, of sort of maintaining that accuracy. I mean, he's only five foot three. Um, and you know it's something that uh, they they haven't been consistent with in terms of scale of other Wolverine figures. So it's actually quite nice that uh, they're paying attention like that. But yeah, I, I was looking at this guy, and I, I can't see anything. Like, who else would they have used this on? It's uh, the uh, you know. only reuse I think is the actual little plastic claws that are removable. Mm. I think everything else is new. Huh. But yeah. so surely they must have an intention to do other figures of this size, like to, to be bothered to do this. I mean, I know it's Wolverine. Oh yeah. So this, this could be an easy days of future past Wolverine. Oh, you could just yeah. do a general Logan. Street quite clothes easy. Wolverine yeah, but, with a hat. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, but anyone else? 
<laughs> like well, that'll keep him going with uh, Wolverine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Next two yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. Which which is odd that we didn't get a swap out head because uh, you know again I I wonder whether this is the the bitch fight between you know Marvel and uh, and Fox because they could have given you a, a regular Wolverine head with the the cowboy hat uh, and given you the option of, of who you want to display. Yeah, I mean and. Did you just listen though, Ben? It's uh, this way they can sell you a whole the whole buck again just for that. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I actually think honestly that's what it is. Where with other figures like Colossus, where it might be a while before we see our next Colossus, so yeah. they sort of chuck yeah. it in there. Um, ones like mm. this, it's kind of well, we know we're going to be lining up a lot of Wolverines, and if we chuck in a uh, mm. regular head here, then they won't want to buy it from us later yeah. on. Look, I, I just can't fault this figure. I, I really enjoy it. I think I'm sp- uh, probably the only the only thing is that I, I have against it is uh, I'm being spoiled for extras, so it's disappointing that he's in that packaging on his own. Uh, as Scott said, there's no builder figure part, but there's no extras uh, either. Um, but my, my biggest gripe is this push by Marvel to – um, you know, sort of reflect the movies and have his claws come out between his knuckles. You know, I like old school Wolverine who has the, uh, you know, the three little outlets pop out through the top of his hand um, and have the claws come out there. The, um, now, see, that's similar to my little thing on it is that uh, the old man Logan story, particularly the Mark Miller one, he was very reluctant to pop his claws. Mm. He actually mm. got around a lot of the story. Uh, without it, and even the Jeff Lemire one, it's actually not uh, something he always goes to yep. uh, right off the bat. So the fact that he only comes with the claw hands was a little bit disappointing. But that said, I had forgotten that they were the removable ones, so mm. uh, you mm. can take them out. He's got three holes in his hands. Then I would have probably preferred just a straight fist swap out, but. Which we have at had, least, so that's disappointing. Yeah, we have had, yeah. yeah. Um, but at least you can get a non-clawed version uh, and then yeah. just sort of posing yeah. so the holes aren't too obvious. Yeah, and there's, there's a guy on, uh, I think it's Marvel Legends Collecting, uh, which is a US-based Marvel Legends page by the name, I think his name is Rory Winsell. Um, and he actually makes metal Wolverine claws mm. and does them for a very, very good price. And so I picked up a couple of sets of those, uh, and it's really cool because you can pull these sort of crappy plastic ones out and, and swap them for the metal ones, and they work really, really well. Um, have you had any of them um, topple over on the sky? Yeah, that that's, would be my fear is that. Uh, he'd topple over and <laughs> cut. No, no, they don't. Oh, weigh. I see. They don't, they don't weigh anything. Um, They're sharp, now, so you have to be careful. <laughs> I have just noticed a serious problem. He Uh-oh. does not have any safety numbers on the back of his legs. Uh, oh no! Uh, I just jumped yeah, on him. He does. <laughs> Wait, where? I can't see them. Oh, I, I've got I see. Gray. Yeah. No, no. Sorry, I still I put it in my mouth because I didn't realize that it was a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I do quite like even um, – I actually didn't notice until uh, we started recording, but he's got his little loafers on that have the little tassels uh, sculpted in oh there on gosh. his shoes. That's nice, hilarious. Nice little some, detail. Some nice That's words. just old man shoes. Just old man shoes. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I have shoes. I'm really there. digging the, uh, the drape yeah, on I, that I jacket and sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the belt buckle. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love the belt buckle. Yeah, it's a nice. Thing, okay, yeah. we could we could rave about this guy forever. Yeah. Uh, okay, comes with Malcolm. Yeah, interestingly, I think he could become <laughs> a little bit of a peg warmer because they they shipped him two per case with no builder figure mm. um, piece, and I definitely you're not going to have any trouble finding him because um, there's a lot of him around. So yes, yeah, but then give it a year or two, and people would be like, "Does anyone have this figure? <laughs> really? It's my Grail." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the thing is, uh, yes. <laughs> then I'll be your Huckleberry because uh, not only do I have two of them, but I've ordered the uh, Mezco One Twelve uh, Old Man oh, yeah. Wolverine, so mine will yeah, be going back in the in the packaging. So. Oh, very good, yeah, very good. Okay, so carrying on, we are now to the peas and to Polaris again. Yay. Uh, that has to be on pretty much every uh, top ten Marvel Legends want list that has ever been published. Um, yes. So I don't know who's going to take her place now. Um, but uh, <laughs> T-Ray. Uh, <laughs> oh, get out of here. No, we're getting, I mean, but seriously. The fans want it. Get we're out really of starting here. to get a bit desperate for top tens. You're going to be, you know, going to have triathlon on there soon or something. Hey, I'd take a triathlon. Oh, I would too, but I'm just saying, like, he's not he's not necessarily, you know, something you think of when you think about top ten want list. Okay. But anyway, we're talking about Polaris okay. right now. Um, Mistress of Magnetism. Yes. Yeah, look, I, I think this is a – a lot of people were complaining about the costume choice, but I haven't actually even bothered to analyse it close enough because I just don't care. Uh, no. I just think no. she was it's in Polaris. my top ten. <laughs> exactly. You know, she was in my top ten for so long that just getting this figure uh, is exciting and – yeah. I'm just thrilled to have her, and I think they've um, they've done a pretty good job, all things considered. I think there's about 28 different shades of green uh, oh, in this so figure. Green. I think they've used every single one in the Chinese color palette. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of green, um, definitely. Mm. I think that the uh, but uh, well, look, I, I think that the sculpting uh, work on the hair and uh, headpiece. Um, you know, I'm not a super huge fan of the ponytail. Um, and mm, I, I know she's got a lot it, of hair. She's got a lot of hair. Yeah, and I, I know the ponytail is a thing. Um, but I just kind of like the non-ponytail version. But I mean, again, I, I'm so stoked to have this. It's it's great. Mm. Um, the uh, I, I guess yeah, we run into an issue with the greens between the torso and the. Um, like the chest and the torso, where yeah. I feel like that that should be, uh, you know, that that's all one piece, and yet the greens are not the same because of the, yeah. you know, the the torso, or the chest piece to me looks like it's cast in green with flesh painted for the neck, and then yes, it, it should actually all around. be one color. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Th this is an existing costume. Like this, this is a costume that, that we have yeah. seen her in. So it's not like they've yeah. just kind of made a, an no, amalgam no. of different bits and pieces. And so, yeah, I was yeah. a bit disappointed there too. And uh, you know, I'm never a fan of painting a light color over a dark color. And they've they've cast that sort of lower part of the torso in in the green, and then painted the flesh color over the top. And and I don't so. understand why because they the uh, top piece you know is cast in the green. With flesh over it, if you you know, why would yes. you do it? Like that does I can't see any cost reason or anything to not just yes. do them both the same way so that the aesthetic is the same. Yes, it's awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
a uh, bit of a strange choice that one. So yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And I think she's had so many costumes uh, when you know somebody goes to draw her. Uh, I don't think they even use any reference material. I think they just sort of make up their own on the <laughs> go. So she she's never really had that sort of con, you know she's had a non-committal costume for a long, long time. I think since maybe Neil Adams. Did just the green the hair, as long as she got the green hair. Purple. Yeah, you, you oh. just do some variation of a green costume and, and call it a day. So, um, look, I, I think she came out quite well. Uh, um, again, you know, like Scott said, disappointed about the, the colour on that torso. Um, I've got some very, very tight joints, like her ankle joints are really tight. I'm actually having a lot of trouble sort of using that that mm. Vonner ankle to the point where yeah. I think I'll have to do the hot water trick to, to loosen things up. So, okay. and, and I'm not a fan of this cape either. Um, you know, it's this weird kind of cape that just kind of hangs over the shoulders and yeah. eh, it's casting green plastic. It's very kind of eh. I do really like her uh, wrist gauntlets, though. They're nice. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's, I think the innovation is quite clever, these additional pieces that just sort of slip over the top. So they're sort of getting out of having to, um, you know, sculpt entirely new forearms. They just sort of slip those covers over the top, which is quite clever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So is this cape, is this the Scarlet Witch cape or? No, the, the, Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch actually has the, the really sort of wide flowing cape. It's okay. quite a um, quite a voluminous cape in comparison. So yeah. I'm actually not sure whose this is. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of other females with a like a peg hole in the back to support the cape. Because um, I kind of thought that was odd because normally it's like you know th- with that uh this torso piece you know we get the the belly button every time whether there's actually an exposed belly button or not which just drives me insane um these these marvel <laughs> women must have very very deep belly buttons for clothes to go in them so much that you can see them through clothing um <laughs> and i'm just trying to think of maybe that's why this back piece is weird is because who else has got a hole in her back does Scarlet Witch have a hole in her back? Not that I. Why don't you people know these things? This is why I rely mm. on you. Come on, like. Yeah, sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, my one of my Polaris's hands keeps popping off, um, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of annoying. I don't want that to happen. No, I know. That's right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, I just thought that was strange mm. when I was when I got this out and I saw the little peg hole in the back and I was thinking, I can't think of another, maybe Hella, mm. I, don't, I have no idea. Anyway, someone will write in and tell us we're wrong, I'm sure. Um, uh, okay, what else about mm. Ms. Lorna Dane? Well, she comes with two of the uh, energy doodad things. So, you know, we've got the two different types of energy effects. There's the, the Scarlet Witch ones and then there's the the bubbly. Um, who was the first person to have the bubbly ones? Havoc? Sort of, yeah, it was, yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Really? Hmm, because they seem to be coming with okay. everybody at the moment. Maybe yeah, it was yeah, Doctor right. Strange. I was thinking Doctor Strange. Was in the the SDCC one, but anyway, um, yes. So she comes with two of those, which are pretty good. She's got the spell casting hands, so of course you absolutely have to have you know spell casting hands. And she comes with the other leg. There you go, uh, which is as big as her. It is okay now. Yes. Uh, for the S's, it was a tight competition alphabetically, but Shatterstar <laughs> comes first. And this, to me, even more than Dazzler, is just like the wow. You know, yeah, the, like 
Wow. The, when, when the rumor about this wave first came out, it was actually the Shadowstar in it that made me think, nah, that can't be right. Like- yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shadowstar, no. come on. Yeah. You exactly. mean the uh, Rob what? Well, hang on, hang on. <laughs> the legendary what? Rob Liefeld and Fabian Nitieza creation here. Yeah. <laughs> Gavadra wow. 7, one issue after Deadpool's appearance in New Mutants, he turned up. And so obviously I might be a little bit biased on this one. This no. might not, 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 not sure why when, you know, he was just a ripoff of Ronan. So oh, anyway. Fight, um, fight, this, fight. this is the figure that you didn't realize you wanted until you got it in hand. He is amazing. Like, you, you go, oh, yeah, it's Shatterstar. It's fine. You know, he used to be kind of a member of the X-Men for a while. And, you know, as far as I know, he's been in X-Factor, which I don't read. So, oh, you know, he'll look good on the shelf. Holy crap, this figure's awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> He's also that figure that, like, how many interpretations of the Batman uniform have we seen where they've taken <laughs> that sort of 60s comic art and then gone like, oh, well, his belt might actually be here and if we design it to look like it's kind of got leathery pouches and what would the indents of his book, uh, boots been like and da-da-da. Like, no one's ever really thought too much about the detail lining of the, you know, 1940s uh, American football helmet that, Shatterstar wears, but looking mm. at the detail and the sculpting in around it and uh, sort of the cushing on the underside of his shoulder pauldron uh, in there on the sculpt, like this, this figure's had thought put into it probably more than Rob ever did when he was drawing it, <laughs> which <laughs> you can kind of tell because it's got fully designed feet. But feet, yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is just such a, a an aesthetically pleasing figure to look at. Uh, I mean, he's a he's a big dude. Like he he's sort of um, he's a little bit taller than than Cyclops, but um, this this whole torso and and arms uh, have we seen these before? Not that I can okay. think of, but I'm a little uh, <laughs> not on my I, best. I, look, I, I just. Yeah. I think the way the the you know the bicep um, cut works, like just below the shoulder joint, um, the way the the drapery of the arms kind of reach that shoulder joint, you know that that to me is very new because it's it's very very um, it's very sort of tight fitting and it's well done. So aesthetically, it's quite pleasing to look at, and I just don't remember seeing that on another figure. So unless maybe. You know, the torso is something we've seen before, and I'm almost certain the the legs um, uh, are something that we've seen before. But, I mean, there's uh, a lot of new stuff going on here, particularly, you know, that head sculpt is fantastic. And, you know, I'm sure customizers will be uh, stealing that ponytail for for some time to come. But I don't know. There's just so many nice little fun things about this figure. If it's not the little sort of braids hanging down out from under, you know, the the, the sort of that padded helmet, it's the way, um, well, I don't know, is it his scarf is, is sculpted around his neck and it sort of drapes over his shoulder. Um, it's just a really fun figure to look at. Yeah, I I uh, just love the attention to detail and just how much they've actually done for this guy because there's a quite a few things there that I, I, it's hard to see them being reused just because they're so unique to him. Um, I'm sure that the gloves and the uh, you know those gloves are very reusable. Um, yeah, and I'm are sure they we've actually, seen them before. Yeah, but I'm not sure about those shoulder the puffy shoulders. 
Maybe they're going to make no, a bunch of pirates. No, yeah. I think the gloves, um, you know, from, from the Captain America figure, and, and maybe some of this is actually from that sort of updated cap, the one that came with the, the wolf head. What about the what about the boots? Um, I'm trying Do to I? think of. They they could be a potential Wolverine boot, but it's not the one we saw on the brown. No. Uniform. Mm, yeah. So paint wise, I've got a huge boo boo here, and this is <gasps> did, yeah did not notice when I was choosing because um, my right boot has got a huge black mark all over it. It's really oh annoying. yeah. So oh, mine's boo-hoo. actually really good. Yeah, the rest of it's great. It's just that I I yeah. didn't even notice it when I was photographing. It was only I only noticed it tonight that I was like oh, what? But I I don't think that. Mm, yeah, I, I think that must have been there from the beginning. I'd love to know if behind the scenes this guy was kind of like the Lion King story where the sculptor was kind of told, oh, well, no one's going to really care about this character, so, you know, do what you want. We're going to focus on the Wolverine and the Cyclops figure and that, and the sculptor just went away and <laughs> did the best work they possibly can and mm-hmm. delivered Shatterstar. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because, you know, we, we know sort of how the action figure production process works. There's a certain amount of money that they can put either into a wave or, or spread across a, a number of waves. And, you know, there's a, a number of corners that they have to try and cut. And that's why some figures, you know, mm-hmm. feature such heavy reuse. You know, we get people like Eel, uh, which is a, a sort of an easy win because it's just pain apps. But, you know, this is a figure that really, to me, feels like they've stepped away and, and, and you know, put a bit of an effort into and, uh, hopefully that's not at the expense of some others, yeah. but you know, this is just a, a really nice figure to have. So, you know, my actually my only disappointment is that um, then that the Dazzler didn't come in her blue uniform because I was sort of, um, you know, a bit uh, bit misty for the old days of when he was in the X Men, and that was around that era where um, yeah. our Dazzler had the sort of the blue costume and the short blonde hair. Mm, mm. So, okay, and he comes with his two groovy swords. Mm. Oh, we didn't yeah, talk the, about the uh, yeah, one probably best accessory of the um hmm. the wave the the double bladed sword. Love yeah. it, love it. Only Rob Life uh, most impractical weapon, but also. <laughs> really- <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Okay, so now um to another uh, regular participant in top ten uh, figure uh, lists, and this is Sunfire. Um, Yay! Yes. Now we've had the, uh, you know, much more uh, desired Age of Apocalypse Sunfire for Ooh. ages. Yeah, well, <laughs> fan voted. Fan voted. Right. Yeah. Pigs <laughs> find ass. Me. Yeah, yeah, find me people that actually voted for that figure. <laughs> yes, I know and, I, and I, will kick, I will kick him in the shins. Yeah, that's what, right. What's the same here as the notorious cover girl voting as well on the G.I. Joe line? I think mm. it might have, because there was there was a very notorious fan vote over in uh, on the end of the new sculpt era of GI Joe that um, uh, was very like, oh, you seem to have picked the character that we've already sculpted and had ready to go. <laughs> that, so, so. Yeah. <laughs> so um, things that I like, I think the head sculpt's fantastic. All of it. Um, the uh, little energy fire things. Where 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 were they seen last? Uh, Iron Fist. 
and of course, yes, okay, I like them. Yes. They're good. We can have more of them. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> please, and uh, he, uh, yeah, okay, that's everything I like about him. Um, <laughs> this is beautiful. I, I, I yeah, really like it. Just, this, yeah, the paint's great. I mean, this is uh, this is one of those Spider-Man bucks that has the uh, the butterfly joint in the shoulders. So, um, you know, being of Asian origin he's actually quite sort of slim and uh, i think this buck is perfect uh, i'm glad that they've actually managed to make use of that uh, that spider-man buck and uh, it just works so so well for him and and that that mask that sensational mask which is horribly dated now um this figure it, it's all about the paint because he's he's cast uh, entirely in red plastic uh and except for his chin, which seems to be a separate piece that's been glued in. Uh, everything else is cast in red plastic. So all the, uh, I guess, the, the elements that pop for him are from paint apps. And they've obviously used the, the tempos to do the, the gold on the forearms. But, wow, that that paint on the, the, the torso is, for me, on mine, is actually really, really nice. Um, maybe not so much on the back, but from the front, it's actually really neat, which is nice. Huh. Huh. Not nice on I, yours? No, I love it. I love everything about it. I think it's just so well done. Mm. Yeah, it's a beautiful figure. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just sort of uh, looking around now. And even on the back, it's actually not too bad. I think it's a quite an achievement to actually get that white on there without too much bleed or anything like that. And this is just pure classic X-Men. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I just yeah. love it. I think the... The energy effects uh, are fantastic. I, I'm just, I'm just gushing now, so I'll stop talking. He comes with warlocks my, torso, and I'm done. My, um, <laughs> my only thing with it is that once again, um, you know, as a collector, you always wish for that little bit more, and I would have loved an actual uh, Shiro Yoshida head uh, on here yeah. that was swappable with the mask as much as I, I like the mask design and it's cool so much. He's getting around in this outfit without that mask. And, uh, I, that's more the look of Sunfire as I, mm-hmm. um, have generally read him. Uh, but at the same time when he doesn't have the mask on, he also doesn't have the costume around his neck often. So, uh, it wouldn't be a hundred percent anyway, if it was just a head swap. Yeah, it would have been a nice extra to have. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was actually just comparing. Sorry, I was just comparing Shatterstar to my shelf, and it actually looks like the torso is the one that comes with Doctor Strange. Um, if I'm looking at it from the right angle. Hmm. And for yes. your Disney animation collectors, he's the first uh, member of Big Hero Six to uh, <laughs> get a figure. Technically, even though he wasn't in the movie, he's. <laughs> Yeah, this is such a nice figure. Um, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Yeah, now that I'm actually playing with it, <laughs> now that I've been playing with it more, I think he's the standout figure for me. I mean, I'm always a fan of Sunfire, and getting this version is uh, is really, really cool. Hmm. All right. So now we are on to the Builder figure, which is, of course, the New Mutants uh, Warlock. And holy dooly, this is amazing. Yes, it's it's pretty darn epic, I have to say. I've got the uh, the original Warlock figure that came out about a bazillion years ago, and, and he's been sort of happily sitting on my shelf 
uh, on my X-Men shelf, and, and I've been quite pleased to actually have that one. But he actually looks a bit sad in comparison to this new one because, uh, gosh, it's just insane. The, the detail is, you know. So for those people who don't know, uh, New Mutants are from uh, the 90s. Uh, featured, uh, you know, a, a bunch of kids, uh, sort of mutants in training sort of thing. And one of their members was Warlock, who is an alien life form. And uh, I believe Chris Claremont coined. I'm pretty sure this is a, he was an 80s thing. Oh, sorry. 80s, yeah, yeah. 80, 84. Yeah. 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 I was going to um, say, like, uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, and uh, he's actually, uh, Chris Claremont used the term techno-organic virus. So um, he is... Uh, an alien being who's basically um, a technical virus. So he looks like he's made up of all kinds of circuitry and robot parts. Uh, and that is represented here, yeah, pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. Not too I bad. Love the head sculpt. I love the head sculpt. <laughs> yeah. I love the yeah. facial expression, which is just so, so worth Bill Sinkovich. Perfect. Yeah. Just amazing. So well done. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this is Bill it's, Sinkovich right through. It's yeah. It's it's one of those um, real line in the sands for the people who collect figures and read the comics, and people who collect the figures and don't read the comics. You can yeah. tell in a lot of message board posts at the moment by people talking about this face, um, because if you don't know it, this face seems to really stand out on the shelf uh, in comparison yes. to your other Marvel legends. But, uh, <laughs> for those who know the source material, it's like hot toys level detail. Yeah, almost. Right. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> so yes, look, he's, he's exquisitely sculpted to represent that sort of technological look and feel. Um, he was always able to, uh, change his shape. So that's actually been represented, um, by having the right fist, uh, which is swap outable, with the uh, saw blade that we mentioned that came with Colossus, so he can change shape and create sort of weapons and stuff like that. Um, and he's got that sort of large, lanky feel. Uh, does anyone now want a, a cipher to, to go with this guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully this is actually a sign of things to come. I, I think there's enough yeah. um, sort of interest being generated here to, to look at some more of the new mutants. Um Interestingly, they've cast him in sort of a really dark-coloured plastic and then uh, they've used gold paint to, to basically uh, bring up the, the, the finish and it's a really, really effective um, finish. I think it's a lot stronger in some places, like for me on the torso, it's very, very gold compared to sort of the bottom of his legs, which has sort of got more of that black colour. But I, I think it contrasts quite nicely and, you know, what we get is just a a really, really standout figure. It huh. really just perfectly captures that phalanx design, yeah. um, almost the, like the yellow breaking out of the black um, mm. shadows coming through. I just really, really dig the sculpt. So does anyone else have a really loose chest joint? That, that... No, I had the exact opposite. My chest joint in his back, he's got sort of, the little bit of the spine indentation and mm. then either side of that you got uh, sort of a square design almost piston and that had actually bent up and was uh, coming out over the back of his upper ba uh, back plastic um, so I actually really had to apply pressure and pop that back on the inside to be able to get movement at first I thought it was just a solid piston there was no chest movement 
until mm. I realized it was caught there at the back. So mine's uh, actually really stiff. Okay, no, my, my chest joint's quite loose, whereas, um, yeah, you know, one of his legs stiff. is kind of normal and one's really, really stiff. So, But, I mean, he's got those gigantic feet and, and he does actually stand yeah. quite firmly if yeah. you get him sort of just my right. Only issue so, but this guy, that, he's, a, he's a space hog. Oh, yeah. My, my only issue is that for the life of me, I cannot get his uh, cord things to plug into his back. Yeah, I had one that's really, really good, and I had another that I had to sort of really force in. Uh, I think there was a bit of excess sort of um, plastic on the on the tip that I just had to sort of trim off a little bit, but now now they're actually not too bad. I so, but I just find myself... just sit in there at all. <laughs> yeah, they might actually need a little bit of trimming. I'm actually finding that I'm looking at the back of the head, you know, just again and again, those cables that form his hair are just sensational. Yeah. They, they really do look quite good. And look, you know, I mean, I know we haven't seen the majors for a, a long time in comics, and but I'm hoping that, you know, we talk about sort of reuse of parts and I just I can't see anything um, with this guy other than, you know, giving us his daddy um, uh, at some I point. I got one which is a bit of me personal nostalgia, but one of my favorite uh, X-Men figures uh, that got a lot of use was the phalanx version of Cameron Hodge, uh, who was oh, an X-Men yeah, villain yeah. who uh, could oh, uh, potentially okay. use a lot of these uh, mm. pieces to be. Truth. Yeah, look, I, I think if you actually break it down and, and, you know, you look at each of the components, you know, you might find that those thighs – if you look at his kind of, you know, pardon this, but, you know, his groin area um, and then those those thighs sort of from the from the abs down to almost sort of behind his knee pads, they're almost a normal-sized figure. Um, you know, they actually look like that if you, from the knees down, if you had normal sort of shins and feet, you could actually get uh, another figure out of that. So, you know, perhaps there's actually some, uh, some reuse available there. And then again, those legs as well. Um, you know, I could see them being used for something robot-y uh, along the lines of no real crazy C-3PO custom if you... <laughs> well, I mean, look, those those lower legs might get reused on a, a sort of a Colossus or, a, or a, an Absorbing Man-sized robot of some description. So, um, you know, Master Mold or someone like that. So, But, uh, yeah. look, I think Wild this is just Sentinel. exquisite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Mm. Happy days. Yeah. I, I think um, yes. that th- this is the sort of stuff that says to me that there are some true uh, comic fans uh, that are, you know, a, a part of this team um, because, you know, you know, a character like this who, you know, it, it goes back and forth. He's certainly not um, uh, completely in the past, um, but this is yeah. such a, this is such a classic, you know, rendition of the character um, it is. I just, it is. I love everything about it. Yes. Everything. Yeah, look, I was thinking about this wave in general, and uh, I tend to buy Marvel Legends by the wave, and then I either sort of sell off the figures I don't want or the others just go into a box uh, in my, you know, garage. But um, speaking as a universe builder, you know, Old Man Logan can actually go on the shelf next to my existing uh, Wolverine yeah. because you know they, they technically are two different characters and you know w- when I was unpacking these guys I, I had the realization that every single one of these figures will be going on my shelf so you know that was pretty cool mm. Mm. yeah love it love it good times yeah. very good wave happy days uh, well I think that that actually wraps up our um, X-Men 
uh, review. I think we've done a darn good job of it too, if I do say so myself. And uh, we do have, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we do have some feedback. So we will take a short break and come back to talk all about it. And now you can build your own King Kong with these challenging King Kong model kits. You need no glue, no special tools. Just snap together and paint it, and you have a realistic model of Kong fighting the giant snake. Well, we love hearing from you, and you are. There are multiple ways that you can uh, speak to us. Uh, you can try the force, um, but yeah, I'm not great at that. Uh, but you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can post on our Facebook page. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, or you can find us on the AFB forum at AFBforum.com. And tonight we have a Facebook post, a forum uh, comment, and an email. So we're covering lots of bases. And Eddie, <laughs> you, you are first, so over to you. I do. And it comes from our friend Joel Michael, who says, Loved the Legends 2-pack ep, guys. Been meaning to let you know, which... I'm glad you finally did. I, I was up awake, worried um, for quite some time yeah. about that one. So and Eddie's I, an I am, ugly crier too. So it was, yeah, uh, it's like yeah. snotty and everything. It's just not like I cry through my nose. It's not a pretty, pretty sight. <laughs> Guys, honestly, Joel, thank you. Joel is uh, Joel is very good people from yeah. uh, one of our favourite Facebook pages. How many people is Joel? Joel. I think Joel you is said, one person. Well, you said he's very good people. He's very good people. That's plural. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a figure of speech. Mm, okay. Well, Joel, Welcome we like all of you. to every conversation I have with Scotty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay um, I'm going to read out the message from our friend Kelzor on the AFB forum. And he says, uh, good job on episode 277. Thank you, Kelzor. Does anyone know if the figure arts Ryu is the same scale as the figure arts Dragon Ball Z figures? Hmm. Uh, I haven't actually managed to dig up one of my Dragon Ball figures, so I'll get one out of the garage and uh, I'll, I'll take a photo and put that on the forum for Kalzor. But uh, they must be awfully close. Uh, I do believe Ryu is only a little fella. He's about five foot nine. Uh, and I mean, you know, Goku certainly isn't a giant. Uh, he must be only sort of about five foot six uh, at the moment. Well, actually, that's even being generous. Um, so they are pretty darn close. And I'll uh, I'll get a photo of those two next to each other up on the forum so you can judge for yourself. All right. Thanks, Kalzor. Uh, we also got uh, an email from Ted, and he says, Thanks, Scotty, for the DST PVC statue reviews in episode 278. I've been wondering if these were worth looking at, and as a big JLU fan, I'll now have to check them out. Always enjoy the show. Many thanks to you guys for all you do for us listeners. Ted. Oh, thanks, Ted. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really glad that I got into that, um, particularly the Justice League Unlimited um, line. Uh, the... That Black Canary is just that I reviewed last week. It's just amazing. There's a Zatanna that I believe is out or on the way. And actually, since then, um, I went to there's there's a comic shop that's opened near me in Melbourne in Beaconsfield called Secret Headquarters, um, which is run by a mum and her son, and they're just the most delightful people. Mm, cool. And they had their one year birthday sale. Um, 
uh, must have been last weekend, and I popped over and I got the um, Batman animated Batgirl, the the PVC statue from DST, which you know fits perfectly with the um, Justice League Unlimited ladies. So happy days! I'm uh, it was really good. Um, nice. So yeah, thanks, Ted, and uh, thank you, everyone. And we do love to hear from you. So please let us know. You know how you're going. Maybe send us a good recipe or something. Um, whatever you wish. <laughs> three nice messages from three nice folks. Thank you. And Eddie needs hmm. to. It's past Eddie's bedtime, so we need to finish now. I'm very yeah. tired. All right. Very tired. Bye. Tired. Bye. Right, good journey. Good night, nerds. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davy Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Okay, so Oh shit, I'll, I'll just go on I'll just go and dig up a um Oh, I don't know. Hang on, I'm just going to see if I can dig up a Dragon Ball figure. If you're ever wondering where Ben keeps his figure arts, they're in the backyard, apparently. <laughs>